I'm Michelle, certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. And I'm Marissa, and I'm a certified nutrition coach and group fitness instructor. And this is the Strong and Simple Podcast. We're tackling the latest fads, trends, and hot topics in the nutrition, wellness, and fitness industries using science and conversation to bust myths and give you the information you need to navigate the bullshit. Tune in for your twice a week truth bombs every Tuesday and Friday. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Strong and Simple Podcast. This is Marissa bringing you this week's mini-sode. And this week, I want to talk about a thing that I've seen on social media quite a few times over the last couple weeks that it's it's really frosting my cookies. Um, So this is... um, I've seen a couple of videos with like the same message, and I'm not sure why all of a sudden the same type of video keeps coming across my feed, but it is. And what that video is, is a trainer speaking specifically to female-bodied individuals, advising them not to train their obliques because doing so supposedly will make their midsection wider. So there's a whole lot going on with this. And I want to talk about this also kind of in the more general sense too, because so many of us, whether it consciously or unconsciously, right? We do absorb a lot of information about fitness and nutrition from social media. Um, Whether or not we're intentionally like taking note of it, sometimes that stuff still takes up residence in the back of our mind because we're exposed to so much information so frequently at the same time with social media. And so, you know, a few weeks later, that video, whatever you heard might kind of crop up in your head as you're, you know, working out, whether or not you actually meant to take note of it. And then you can't remember if it was something that you saw from a reputable source or whether it was something you wrote off at the time. So I kind of want to give you this as an example of things that are red flags on social media. And I also want to parse this out in particular because this plays into a bigger trend within the fitness industry that I think is quite nefarious. So let me explain the videos I've seen first and foremost, and that are not foremost, just first. I don't know why I just said foremost. Um, (laughs) Let me explain the videos and then I'm going to kind of parse it out for you. So there are kind of two main types that I've seen. One is a trainer advising female bodied individuals not to do um, what I, I call them, um, weighted oblique crunches. So basically kneeling or standing, you're holding a dumbbell in one hand and you're crunching to the side and kind of resisting the weight of that dumbbell to come back up to center. The other one was focusing on axe chops with a weight for oblique development. And in both of those videos, while they're using that exercise as their specific example, they're not saying don't do this exercise in particular. What they actually say in the video is don't train obliques, which is a whole other thing than don't do this particular exercise, right? There are exercises out there that people do that aren't helpful or could actually be harmful, right? If done incorrectly or, um, you know, the, the risk doesn't outweigh the potential benefit. They're not talking about a particular 
exercise. They're saying don't train obliques. And there's a lot of problems with this. So for those of you who aren't familiar, right, your obliques are the muscles on the sides of your abdomen, the trunk of your body. And they're involved in helping to keep you upright and centered. They're involved in your ability to rotate from side to side through the center of your body. They are also involved in, you know, if you wanted to kind of bend over to the side to pick something up, right? So they're important. We need them. <laughs> if we didn't have our obliques, we wouldn't be able to perform these basic functional movements. And the problem with advising folks not to train those while focusing on training other core muscles is that what you're going to do is you're going to develop these muscle imbalances where you have these particular muscles that are going to be overactive and they are going to be more developed stronger. And then you're going to have your obliques that aren't getting worked. They're going to be weaker and they're going to be underactive. So the problem with underactive and overactive muscles is they lead to movement dysfunction, meaning your body isn't moving in the correct way. It's not moving in an efficient way. And ultimately over time, that can lead to injury. So right off the bat, this is incredibly problematic for these trainers to be advising don't train obliques, right? And I would argue it's completely unacceptable for them to be doing that too, because as trainers, they know the risk of not training in a balanced manner, yet this is what they're advising. So that's the first problem that I'm seeing with these particular videos. Honestly, I think that these trainers should have their certifications pulled for posting videos like that. Um, but that's, I don't get a say in that. So that's neither here nor there. So that's kind of the first issue with these videos. The second issue is that, um, it's not true. <laughs> um, doing oblique crunches, doing ax chops, um, that's not going to really make you wider. Um, it's literally preying on this fear that society has instilled in female bodied individuals of making ourselves larger. Um, you know, if anything, and pretty much, I don't know, I guess it's not right to say everybody knows this, but developing muscle actually kind of snatches you in more, first of all. Um, but second of all, it's, it's not easy as a female bodied person to develop significant bulk, um, training with muscles. So from a number of different standpoints, their assertion that training your obliques is going to make you wider is just wrong. It's completely wrong. Um, but what they're doing here, right, is they're selling you on this fear based on the societal beauty standard to get you to buy sessions with them, get you to listen to work with them. So again, is it harmful? Uh, you know, I think the jury's out on that, but is it dishonest and is it unprofessional? 110%. It absolutely is. So that's kind of the, the other issue. So there's a lot of, of misinformation out there on social media, and some of it is more blatant than others. I think this video kind of falls into that category that the information is the misinformation is less blatant. One because like it kind of sounds like it could be plausible, right? If you're making bigger muscles, maybe that could make you wider eventually. Um, so it sounds like it could be plausible. Um, 
Yeah. So it's not as blatant. It's, it's harder to kind of debunk, especially if you don't have a fitness or physiology or anatomy background. So it's a great example of how difficult it can be for the average person to parse out what is correct and what is not correct when it comes to information on social media. And it's a great warning, right? To not just take everything that you see on social media as fact and double check those sources. Take it all with a grain of salt. If you're curious about it, investigate it more. Ask somebody else. The third problem that I see with these videos is a little bit deeper than just the fact that this is not true um, and mechanically leads to problems with your body. And it's the fact that this notion, right, that doing these exercises is going to make you wider. And as a female bodied person, being wider is a bad thing really plays into the, this, the patriarchy and sexism. As female bodied individuals, we are told we need to be smaller, right? We're always being sold on diets to shrink our bodies. We're told to exercise, to keep our bodies small. The whole goal is to make it so we take up as little space as possible and we stay weak, right? Because it's, it's scary for female-bodied people to be strong, right? Why is that? What, who is that protecting? So when you see these videos, I think it's important to question who is this information actually serving? What, why does it matter if your midsection is wider? Which again, it's not going to be if you train your obliques. Um, what is, what's the motive here, right? This is just continuing with those patriarchal beauty standards that keep women taking up as little space as possible, being as weak as possible as, as though that is the ideal, right? And so the flip side of that is being strong as a female-bodied person is a bad thing, which is not true. Um, and taking up space is not a bad thing. And it continue, it plays into that fat phobia too, right? Oh, don't train your obliques. You need to keep your midsection as narrow as possible, because we've decided that teeny tiny waists, teeny tiny bodies are better than larger bodies that are wider, that take up more space. And this does not actually serve us female-bodied individuals. It's not actually helpful to us, right? Think about who it does help though. So it's playing into this more harmful societal pattern that leads to body dysmorphia, leads to eating disorders, leads to discrimination against folks that do not live in straight-sized bodies, and continues this this really harmful cycle where we, you know, we we this this notion of you need to be as small as possible in order to be attractive, in order to be pleasing, in order to be acceptable. It's not just an isolated thing from individual to individual. We all absorb it. We pass it on to the next generation. We act on it subconsciously and consciously in our interactions with other human beings. And it's a problem. It's a huge problem. Um, and I could you know, spend an entire, I don't know how many episodes talking about all the ways that that internalized fat phobia harms people and harms society. Um, but I don't have time for that because this is a mini-sode. But 
we've got plenty of resources we could direct you to if you wanted to learn more about that. So those are kind of like the, the top three issues that I'm seeing with these types of videos. One, not true. Two, problematic in terms of actual training and keeping your body functioning effectively. And three, continuing to play into these unrealistic and harmful beauty standards that lead to ultimately more problems, both for the individual and for society. But this is what the industry is really largely based on, right? This isn't as much as, you know, being somebody in the industry, I hate to say it, but I don't really think that this industry was born out of keeping human bodies um, functioning at their best and, you know, most efficiently. Um, it's, it's based in maintaining a power dynamic. It's based in promoting certain bodies over other bodies, whether or not there is any basis in science to back up this preference for one or the other. So as you're kind of going through social media, right? Keep in mind what time of year it is. It's still January. There are still grifters out there trying to sell them their, their products, their programs, whatever to you. And they're not really concerned necessarily. Not, I mean, obviously not all of them, but there are a lot of not so great actors out there whose main concern is making money, not actually helping the individual. And if you are somebody who is working with a trainer who is telling you things like, we're not going to do this exercise because it's going to make you wider. It's going to make you your legs bigger or your arms bigger. It's going to make you bulky. They're not actually interested in helping you. It, that sounds harsh to say, but they're not. Because what a trainer should be interested in doing is making you feel good, making you stronger, making your body function more efficiently and so that you can avoid injury. It shouldn't be, how can I keep you as small as possible? They're not interested in your actual well-being if that is their focus. So keep that in mind too, as you're vetting trainers that you work with in the next year, or you know, if you're working with a trainer right now and you're like, you know what? Some of this stuff isn't really sitting well with me. Are they actually trying to help you? Like, What is the motivation behind the information that they're giving you? And if the answer isn't actually to be helping you, you might want to find another trainer. So that was the kind of quick and dirty mini-sode for this week as kind of just a warning for things to look out for on social media and also to look out for in the trainers and programs that you might be interested in you know, working with slash purchasing as we continue into the new year. So thank you for listening. As always, if you have questions or topics you want us to explore, please let us know. Strong and simple podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, tell your friends, and give us a follow on social media as well. Thank y'all. I don't know why I said y'all. Thank you. This has been an episode of the Strong and Simple Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about any of the topics we've discussed or about any of our guests, please make sure that you visit us on Instagram at Strong and Simple Podcast. And if there's ever any topics, questions, concerns, anything that you would like to suggest to us, please feel free to email us at strongandsimplepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.
We, Michelle Farrell and Marissa Zabo of the Strong and Simple Podcast, reside on Pawtucket land. We acknowledge the land and the Pawtucket people, as well as the land and the people of the many Native nations of whom the land belongs, to respect and honor them and their land, as well as to be mindful of the harm colonialism has and continues to do on the Indigenous people of the United States and the world. This land acknowledgement is our commitment to support Indigenous peoples and their voices in the struggle against systemic oppression and for human rights, as well as to push against the canceling and erasure of their history, their stories, their culture, and their present. We encourage you to visit native-land.ca to discover whose land you are residing on, as well as ways to support Indigenous folks. content of this podcast represents the views and opinions of Michelle Farrell, Marissa Zabo, and their guests, and is not intended to be individualized advice or recommendations. Nothing in this episode is to be construed as medical advice or to substitute for individualized fitness or nutrition advice. Always consult with the appropriate professional for your own needs.